All right, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, May 16th edition of the MBOB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, joined by Mr. Big Marcel here for the MBOB Daily Podcast. What's up, Matt? How's it going? Yeah, what's up, man? All good. Um, good weekend. Uh, good week. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to recap this event. Uh, should be good, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, we'll recap UFC Vegas 54. Um, we'll talk about Bellator as well, Marcel. I know you have some thoughts about the uh, the Bellator card. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that as well. But we'll start with UFC Vegas 54, obviously. Um, so, I'm going to get these comments and hear people say, um, Glenn's here. And what's going on, man? Hype. The regulars are here, Marcel. Interested that he were out of sync. MVP scorecard is such a big fan. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Thank you, I beat Smith as you get the winner of Glover Jiri. Uh, maybe. I mean, we'll talk about that that in a second as well. What's up, Joe? How's it going, man? Glad to have you guys here, as always, for the live chat. All right, Marcel, let's, let's start with UFC Vegas 54. We'll go through that as well. Uh, I mean, honestly, like uh, a lot of fights that I just didn't see going the way they did. You know, had some good calls, but also some some off calls as well. So it is what it is. Um, you know, Marcel, there was quite a few upsets. Like, there, there was, you know. So overall, um, what do you think of the card if you had to give it, like, an overall rating? I gave it a 6.5. So uh, that's, uh, I think, and that has probably to do with a, with a few fights. And also considering who got the bonuses, which I thought was absolutely disgraceful. But, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second as well. Let's start with the main event, Marcel, and then yeah. uh, we'll work our way down. So, obviously, upset in the main event, uh, Jan Blachowicz defeats Alexander Rakic. So, last week we talked about this fight, and I was saying, like, you know, it seems like Rakic should win this fight, but I just don't want to underrate Jan. And like you said, Marcel, I don't think we did. At the same time, I thought he fought well, but at the same time, how do you ever account for an injury ending a fight, right? It's just one of those things, you know? I had the fight 1-1. That's what the judges had as well, Marcel, heading into that third round. It seemed like Rakic had made the adjustment to go to wrestling, go to takedowns, and he likely would have won the fight, I guess. I mean, that's what the odds – I know the live odds said he was like a minus 700 favorite or something. So the odds makers thought that he was winning the fight during the fight. But at the same time, I thought it was a very competitive fight, Marcel, for me. So there's no guarantee he would have won the fight. Uh, at the same time, though, you know, it sucks that the fight ended like that. Uh, I just want to give me your thoughts on that before we talk about Blahovitz, but just your thoughts on the like the fight itself, how it played on, then the injury ending it. Yeah, I I think Rakic would have won the fight if it went to five rounds, but it's guessing, you know, you would never yeah. know for sure. Yeah. So um, if you look at the first round, I think Jan looked really good in the first round. The striking was on point, and I think he won the first round. Uh, yeah. It was a close round, but I think Jan deservedly won the first round. If you look at the second round, uh, Rakic got got them uh, down after a kick. He caught a kick and he he got him down. Um, dude, Rakic has such a high fight IQ, dude. He knows where to take the fight to win a round, you know. And he won that second round, third round coming out. I think Jan did very well. I think uh, Rakic didn't do worse either. I think they, they were pretty, uh, pretty competitive until that moment where something in his knee. I saw it immediately, dude. I saw something in his knee pop. I was like, oh my god, and I was like, maybe he can. Maybe Jan doesn't see it, and they can he can lure him into going to the ground. You know, you never know. But Jan immediately saw it as well, and the referee saw it as well, so it got stopped. Mm -hmm. I think it's good it got stopped because it gets even damaged more probably if he if he continues on the ground. So um, yeah, just a sucky, a very anti-anticlimactic anticlimactic uh, outcome. You know what I mean? So uh, for Jan, yeah, it's a win. But it's not the way you want to win. You, you you come back after your title loss. You know you want to show a good fight, and he did. You know he did show a good fight. But but the the end sucked. You know, and for Rocky, same thing. 
Um, he was uh, he was on a nice little streak, and then he he has this, and he has he has some time now to recover. You know, you don't know how long he's out. Maybe a year. Let's hope it's not that long, but you never know. And for Jan, yeah, it's difficult. You know, uh, based on this fight, do you give him a title shot? I think you can. You know, I think you can do that. Because uh, you have, on the other hand, you have uh, end of July, you have Ankalaev Smith, and you have begin of August, you have Jamal Hill against Thiago Santos, mm-hmm. and you have Paul Craig against Wilkham Özdemir even mm-hmm. two weeks before. So mm-hmm. you got a lot of fights there. Uh, you can uh, have uh, more contenders in the future. And this fight is actually in June between Yuri Prohaska and Glover Tessera. And we don't know how this one will play out. You know, listen, if Glover wins, you can do the rematch. And if uh, if Yuri wins, you can do a brand new fight with Jan, you know. So, and it's, you can make the European card, you know, with, with uh, Jan and Yuri, and Yuri. It would be perfect, you know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah, a lot of options. And uh, But still, it sucked. The fight outcome sucked, you know, for both, I think. Yeah, uh, it's tough. I mean, honestly, I don't have a problem with them giving a title shot. You know, because here's no, the thing, Jan, I, I never thought, he doesn't get much respect. Okay, so here's, I tweeted this out after the fight, Marcel. Yeah. In fights where he's an underdog in the UFC, he is 10-2 as an underdog. Yeah. How crazy is that? He's never gotten any respect from the fans. Yeah. Even after all these upsets, we're still like, oh, is he going to win? I've called a few of them. I remember I called the Rockhold upset. Uh, Adesanya. Adesanya called that one last year. That was the best one I called. Yeah, I didn't call this one, you know. Uh, I, I just didn't think he'd win the fight, and he ends up getting the job done, even though, again, it's through an injury. But I thought he looked pretty good in the fight. The first round he won, Marsh, I looked good in that first round. So mm-hmm. it's interesting. I mean, I, I still think that Glover fight was an off night for him. I think it was just a bad day at the office, and I think the rematch could go differently. And I think he, a fight between Yuri and Jan would be a lot of fun. So, I mean, I'm fine with him getting the shot. But give me, what are you going to say? Yeah, he, he had an interview with us at Eurosport with my colleague. And he was saying, like, after the Glover fight, he felt completely obvious. Like, I felt like I could have lost every anybody that night. And he went with a mental coach, Daria Albers. And she has been with him the whole camp. And it was exactly what he needed, he said. He needed a, a mental coach who can uh, put his, uh, his thoughts or his problems in a certain way you know i said he felt much fresher much more clear in the head going into this one and also his uh he had a, a shoulder injury i think a nerve was uh bothering him in the shoulder and that's why the uh, the initially booked fight against rakic was postponed you know mm-hmm. and he was also cleared about that he had no problems he had no he had no surgery on it it, it went away so um yeah, he, f- he felt good coming into this fight. Perfect, he said, actually. So, yeah, maybe there's something to it. You know, we'll see in this next fight what happened. But uh, there's maybe something to to yeah, to keep in mind, you know. I yeah, know. this is a good question. I mean, he, he's having eye, I think eye surgery today. That was a nasty yeah. eye injury. I don't know what happened, but it, looked, it didn't look good. During the immediate, like, he was covering his eye, Marcel. Like, he must have been bothered by the one. Obviously, the first round that happened, I believe. Adam, yeah. for a guy, everything, eye and balls fucking suck. You know, yeah, <laughs> and it sounds yeah. really weird. Balls suck, but you don't want after anything happen to your balls, and you don't want after anything on your eyes. You know, yeah, it was uh, it, it's brutal. No, I felt I felt bad for him because that looked that looked nasty. Yon winning is annoying. Wants a fresh beat at the top, but that's the game. I mean, I don't I don't think it's a it's a, a certain annoying. I know you're saying though, you want to have like Anka Live or one of these guys fight for the belt, but you know, Yon is he's still deserving contender. He's the number one contender right now, still, Marcel. He's still ranked at the top of the division, so. Yeah, I don't, I don't have an issue with it. I guess mm-hmm. having a fresh fight would be nice, but I don't have a problem with it if you got the rematch or a fresh fight with your theory. Um, but like you said, Marcel, there's so many fights there to come that they might just wait to see how these play out, right? Mm-hmm. We'll see how the Anka Wyatt-Smith fight plays out. I mean, 
If Smith wins, I don't think he'll get that shot. But if Ankalive wins, he knocks out Smith, maybe he does. Mm-hmm. And then obviously you mentioned Jamal Hill. He's fighting Tiago Santos. And then I think I think Paul Craig's really being forgotten about. He submitted Jamal Hill yeah. not even a year ago. Not even a year ago. People are like, they're ranking Jamal above him. I don't agree with that. I got to be honest with you, Marcel. I know that I didn't pick him to win that fight, but he won the fight. And he's won a fight since then. I know Jamal's look great. I, I just think that people are kind of underrating Paul Craig still, you know? Well, what, what do you think? I have a bet with uh, with uh, Gilbert Eiffel about the fight between Anthony Smith and Magomed Ankalaev. Ankalaev he wins. said, Yeah, he says Smith winning. I'm saying Ankalaev winning. I don't so, think so. Uh, okay. Smith I, was... win. <laughs> I mean, Smith could win. He's a good fighter, but I don't yeah. see it. I got to be honest with you. I don't really see it. He looked great against Ryan Spando. That win looks good now. We'll talk about him in one sec. But I just want to get a look what's up. He's saying uh, Spivak versus Sakai is in the works. That's interesting. Um, I don't know. I, uh, any thoughts okay. on that? Uh, I haven't heard about that, but I'm hearing about a fight between Serkinov and Gamsatov. So oh, really? I don't, know if that, I don't know if that's true. And I'm hearing that uh, that likely uh, we will pro- we may be going to see, and this is not confirmed yet, guys, so don't go crazy, but uh, that uh, Gamrot against Sarukian likely be the main event for the June 25th card. It would be great. I, I would really like that, you know? Yeah, it'd be a good one. This guy's asking about the Austin card. I mean, it looks decent. Like, we'll talk about that next month, though. Yeah. Um, Anyways, okay, let's go to the next fight here. We got uh, Ryan Spann, I just mentioned him, submitting Ian Keith to lobby, wins the performance bonus. I really didn't see the fight playing out this way. And Ian had three takedowns. You know, he's doing what he th- I thought he was going to do, just control the fight with takedowns. But then he just neck out and gets submitted. Not the first time he's been subbed, so I guess it's not like a complete shock by, by any means. His third submission loss to the UFC. Clearly a weakness for this guy. Um, and Ion's UFC record now, Marcel, it drops to... Five, six, I think. One, two, three... Yeah, five and six and one draw. One so, I mean, I think the guy's better than a 500 fighter, but the record speaks for itself. Ryan Spandy, while very underrated guy, Marcel, now he's uh, six and two. So, I mean, clearly we underrated him, you know, because he got the job done and did it in impressive fashion. Any thoughts on this uh, fight? Because I thought, obviously, the submission was awesome and unexpected for me. I don't think he, we underrated him. I think I overrated Kutilaba's ability, yeah, true, you know? True. I think that's the thing, you know? And, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Superman defeated the Hulk, you know. So, uh, what can you say? I think it was a beautiful uh, guillotine by yeah. uh, by Span. Yeah. Uh, Kutilaba was really wild. He kind of missed with some, something, yeah. and Span uh, took the guillotine. And uh, I had to laugh about the dance afterwards. I don't know if you saw it as well, the dance from Span. I don't know if they cut to the break. I don't to know you. if I saw it. Or I can't remember though. Yeah, really weird dance, but it was funny. Um, but yeah, good win for Span, man. I think he needed this one as well. You know. Uh, to go up again in the division, a very, ne- a very needed win, a much needed win, I think. Uh, I, I know, actually, he he, he probably, how do you say that? Um, it's it's not needed in case of being cut or whatever, but it's just a needed win to look upwards in the division again. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, any thoughts on what what we like his next fight would be? What would you do? Oh, that's difficult, man. I mean, you know what I would do? I would do the rematch with Johnny Walker. Yeah, I that first why. fight was, was weird with the back of the yeah. head strikes and stuff. Yeah. Uh, plus, and Johnny Walker is looking not good lately. You know what I mean? And I think Span has looked better since. Only lost that that, that Smith loss. Okay. But um, I would like to see the rematch because definitely because it's been some time ago. And also that fight, like you said, man, For uh, I think Span knocked him down twice. And after that, Walker got him, but he finished him with illegal strikes, in my opinion, you know? So I want to see the second fight. 
Yeah, I'd be fine with that. I'm just looking at the top 15. I mean, most of these guys are booked. The only guy that's yeah. not really booked is, is Reyes. Reyes, right? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you could do that fight. You could. Um, I mean, it'd be a good fight, actually. I, I just don't know what Reyes is up to. I don't know what we he's going to fight again. But I, I don't mind that fight. What's up, Andrew? He likes that one, too. Uh, me, too. Keep the lobbyist to drop 25. I mean, he's a pretty big dude, but maybe? Could, like, I mean, Serkinov dropped to 185. Serkinov is a huge guy, too. So, possibly... Eric mm-hmm. Anders fights at 25. We'll talk about him tomorrow. He's a massive guy. So I don't know how these guys make middle weight. <laughs> Some the, of these guys, the, like, it's crazy. Did you actually watch Cobra Kai the series now or not? No, I, I still watched it. Because our Eric Anders was in the in the new trailer for season five. That's too funny. No, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see it. I didn't see it. All right, let's go to the next fight here. I mean, this fight was fucking incredible. J- Davey Grant knocks out Lewis Smoke in the third round. How how was this not fight of the night? Like I'm just, I'm I'm pissed. <laughs> doesn't affect me. Doesn't affect my wall. But I'm pissed, and I feel like this is a clear fight of the night or performance of the night at worst. Like, but clearly a fight the fight of the night. Ugh, clearly, I mean this fight was incredible, and David Grant looked amazing in that first round. Marcel just looked on fire. Smoke had absorbed a ton of strikes. Kept coming forward. Second round was like the opposite. Smoke had started throwing all the strikes. He was landing. I didn't really wasn't sure when the third one was going to go, and then Davy Grant did what I thought he would do the whole time and knocks him out finally. I mean, this fight was incredible. I loved this fight, Marcel. Give me your thoughts on this fight. Um, we'll talk about the the, before, um, the fight night snub as well, but I just loved the fight, didn't you? That was a great fight, man. I think uh, I was waiting for Davy Grant to stop him in the first round, but he didn't. <laughs> and that smoke, I came back, you know. Uh, only not an Adelaide Bird scorecard, where a 2 0 for, for Grant going into the third. Yeah. Um, the third round, it was quick, man. A hard leg, a hard leg kick, uh, buckled smoker, and uh, he followed him to the ground, knocked him out. So, very good fight by Grant. Should have have should should have got his fifth in a row performance bonus, in my opinion. Here, yeah, I don't know why he didn't get it. Uh, I honestly listen, man. If you didn't want to give it to Smolka, you could have gone with four performance bonuses, I think, instead of a fight of the night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Grant definitely deserved the performance bonus. I don't know what they're on, but uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. The other fight that won it, yeah. but I, I thought Grant looked great again. I mean, Marcel, for me, like this guy is turning into one of my favorite fighters in the world. Like I, I actually love watching him fight. He's so much fun to watch. His five fights, the last five fights, the Day fight, Martinez, Vera, Yanez, and the Smoker fight, yeah. were all incredible fights. Like I know, and crazy fights. Like getting dropped, coming back, dropping his opponent, them coming back. It's just insane. So, you know, Marcel, like, he's only 5-5 five and five in the UFC. I think he might be the best 500 fighter in the UFC right now. Like, he is so awesome. I just love the guy, Marcel. I love how, I love the way he fights. He's walking forward. He wants to trade. He wants to put on a show for the fans. And he should have been rewarded with another 50000 And oh, For sure. I'm disappointed that they didn't give him that bonus. And, then, like, some people are going to say, well, if they want to spread the wealth. He's got four straight. I get that. But at the same time, they give one to Gaethje like almost every fight. They give one to there's lots of people they give him to like all the time, Marcel. You know, so I, I don't think that's a fair argument. I think that if you deserve a bonus, you should get it regardless of how many you've won in the past. You know, all Ver gets one all the time too, right? So yeah, I don't know what you think about that, but I just think that that shouldn't matter. Like if you've got them in the past, like I get it. They want to spread the wealth. I understand, guys, but I just think this was a mistake. This is a really egregious mistake, and I see. I saw the fans were really pissed. I, I see all the comments. A lot of people were upset about this, and I and rightfully so. I mean, these guys deserve to win that money. They, especially Smoker, he deserves something too. You know, think about it. Last, think about this, guys. Last week, Brandon and Roy Val matched off for like two minutes and won fifty thousand dollars each, and that was a decent fight for the two minutes it lasted. But come on, 
and then this week these guys don't get a bonus. It depends what card you're on too. Sometimes we're so like yeah, luck of the draw, right? It's like a luck of the draw thing. Anyways, let me see what else you guys are saying. Um, Smoke is a savage, sure is. Sucks. Smoke is probably going off this fight. I, I think they'll give him one more. I mean, this was such a great fight. I think they would give him one more. I hope. Grant finishes Austin. It was John Castaneda. I mean, he's a good fighter, but I feel like Grant deserves a top fifteen guy. I don't know if he'll get it, but I kind of feel like he deserves some more. I don't know if you agree with that, but I, I feel like he does. The problem is that even outside the top fifteen, you have great guys like Yanis, Barcelos, Faliev. So I don't know, man. I mean, he can. Get, I, I don't mind to give him a top fifteen guy, but yeah. I think even outside, let's see, top fifteen, top twenty, there is even great guys, and probably is himself there as well. You know. No, fair enough. Joe likes watching. I mean, who doesn't? Davy Grant seems to have no hype apart with the hardcore. I, I I totally understand what you're saying. You know, it's just one of those things. Like he's never really. I don't think he's really been on one of these big pay per views before. Like no. on a main card, I don't believe. Right? Like let me double check. Yeah, he's actually he's only fought on two pay per views in his whole UFC career. Usman Masvidal, which was a really good fight on Fire Island. It was on the prelims though, and then he fought on the Bisping Silva card as well against Vera, where he beat him. So. Sorry, not a Bisping. Sorry, Bisping Henderson, excuse me. That was the pay-per-view um, where he lost to Stasiak. You know, again, the guy's had an up-and-down run, but I feel like the last five fights were so, like, this is, like, five of the most exciting fights you could watch. So I feel like the guy should have got the bonus. Now, let's go to the fight that did get the bonus. I know you have some thoughts on this fight. Kaylee Chikagin and Amanda Rivas. So it was a pretty good fight. I got to be honest with you, like, it was probably Kaylin's best fight, most exciting fight in the UFC so far. I'll give her that. <laughs> you know, not that the bar is very high, but I, I do think it was a pretty good fight. But fight of the night are you fucking kidding me there's no way there's just no chance and if you weren't going to give grant and smoke a fight of the night you should have given bonus uh performance bonuses to grant and michael johnson if you didn't want to give them to grant you should have given it to michael johnson and andre petrovsky this is a travesty marcel these i'm sorry but they just didn't deserve the fifty thousand dollars each they didn't deserve for this fight it was a decent fight but in a month from now you're gonna is anyone actually gonna remember this fight no no one's gonna remember this fight but you will remember Davy Grant with Smoka. You will remember Michael Johnson getting that crazy knockout. And you'll probably remember Andre Petrovsky with that nasty choke. Just saying, Marcel, like, it was an okay fight. But again, I feel like they're trying to even things up. Because let's be honest. Here's the fact. The fact is there's more finishes in male fights than in women fights. Therefore, the men have a better chance to get the performance bonuses. They obviously can't give it to the men every single time. So they want to mix in the ladies. And I get that. And I think that's good. But... Not at the expense of two guys that deserve bonuses more, you know? So I get it. Like, we talked about this recently with the Myra Brino Silver winning the fight. Like, it was a decent fight. Was it fight of the night? No. <laughs> no. Or Mallory Martin and Shan Villasmus. It was not a fight of the night. They're Angela fighting. Hill against uh, Amanda Lamos. That fight was – I think that was a decent fight. You know, yeah, but there was also the fight of the night. Yeah, I just think they're trying to even things up. And I get it because, again, the ladies are going to have a hard time winning performance bonuses if they're not finishing as often, which they often don't. It's just a fact. If you look at the finish rates, it's lower in the women's weight classes. Um, I just think that you got to give it to the right people, and I just don't think that Chikagi and Rebus deserve the bonus. That's just my honest thought for myself. I'm not wrong about this. You know, we've talked about this in the past, right? Like, go ahead. I mean, the UFC wants to keep their hat outside of being woke or whatever, but they're gonna kind of be woke with the with the performance bonuses. You know what I mean? With equality and that kind of stuff. Fuck out of here, man. You know, you got to give the bonuses to the people who deserve it. And don't give it to the people because they are women. Oh, 
We want to even it a little bit up. Let's give it to the women. Fuck off with that shit. You know what I mean? If you deserve a bonus and you're a woman, you should get the bonus. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you are a man and you deserve the bonus over a woman, you should get the bonus. You know what I mean? And yeah. not because you are uh, because you are a woman of your because you are a man of your because whatever you are, you know, you should get a bonus. You should get a bonus because you showed inside that octagon that you deserve that bonus. You know, yeah. and, and if yeah, if ninety five percent of the people are saying that guy deserved the bonus over that girl yeah. then there is a, there is a possibility it can it, it probably be true you know yeah. what i mean yeah. so you know yeah no i agree and like i was gonna say like if you're gonna do it get the get it right like i remember that card i'm looking at that silver yeah i didn't fight a decent fight i thought kianza and landsberg was a better fight you know what i mean like they could have given oh, yeah. that one so it is what it is marcel but i, I really think that those guys should have got the bonuses Older vets are expensive. That's why they passed in Grant Johnson. I don't think Davy Grant makes that much money. I mean, I could be wrong, though. We don't know the salaries, but I'm assuming he makes, like, what, maybe 50-50? Maybe he makes a bit more. Maybe. I know Johnson probably does pretty well. I think that would be fair. But he, he's saying he deserved it, and obviously they did. It is what it is. I just think I just think this is a mistake, guys, honestly. Like, I just think that, you know, that fight was not fight of the night. Like, in a month from now, Marcel, I'm not going to remember that fight. That's just – maybe that's just me. But I don't know about you. I'm not going to remember it, except for the scoring, which we're going to talk about in a second here. Uh -huh. Um. Let's talk about the scoring of this fight. So, I know you thought Rebus won. What rounds did you give her? And I'll, I'll tell you I, my scorecard. I think I gave her one on three. And I made a mistake that I said on my Twitter that I thought second one was closed. I mean, third one was closed. Yeah. But hey, guys, it was almost 6 a.m. over here at me. Yeah. So, I, give, give, me some, <laughs> give me some slack. But, um, yeah, I mean, it could have gone either way, in my opinion. It, it wasn't a robbery or whatever. I said it after it. It was like, I don't like the decision, but I don't. I'm not, I think they're not the right fighter one, but I don't hate the decision. I said so, yeah. And then people come after me, what are you talking about? Clear win for Rebus. I have always these people. I was like, guys, I said I scored it for Rebus, you know, but I also say that I can see people giving it to Chokagian, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I mean, I thought Chokagian won personally, mm -hmm. but I had a different scorecard than the judges because they all gave Rebus the first round and then they gave Chuk or sorry, two of them did. Jukagian, uh the second and third round. I had Jukagian winning the first two rounds and then Rebus winning the third round. And I'm looking at the stats. The stats actually agree with what I'm thinking here because she clearly outlanded the first two rounds in the third round. Re Rebus landed 33 to 19. So how did two judges give Jukagian the third round? I don't really get it, to be honest with you. Like, that's a mistake. I, I don't agree with that at all. So. You know I why they get from her this round? <laughs> the whole damn time. And then Rebus started to uh, to, yeah, <laughs> to do it as well in the last yeah, I mean, minute. maybe that's why they won the bonus. But, like, I'm telling I'm telling you right now, Andrew, if he's saying it doesn't have anything to do with gender, I, I really think it. they want to try to make it even. Like, I really do. Because, again, there's not as many finishes in women's MMA. It's just a fact. So the women aren't likely to get those $50,000 bonuses for performance of the night, Marcel. And then... You have, to, you have to give some bonuses out to him for the fight of the night. I think that's what's going on here, guys. I mean, I don't think it's a, again, I don't think it's a bad thing because I think you should be giving the bonuses to you know to women and men. But uh, again, I just think that's what's going on here. So that's my that's my opinion on it. But let's put it this way: I hope it's nothing to do with gender because I think that shouldn't be a, a point, you know. But I I think it does. But I I hope it doesn't. You know what I mean? Right. But. Uh, I don't agree that women should be favoring over certain guys because they get less performance bonuses because they have less finishes. Listen, you know, that's the thing. We saw before that the UFC gives out performance bonuses 
even when you don't have a finish, you know, it happened before. It's with so rare, Marcel. It's like but it's very rare. Like, like once a year, like the last I know. Five years. It's it's very rare. But maybe they should do that. For example, with like Lupi Lupi Gudinas. Gudinas. Yeah, yeah, that was a perfect example. Like she should have got a fifty thousand dollar bonus yeah. easily, even though she didn't finish the fight. That was a performance worthy, uh, a performance bonus worthy performance, right? Yeah, for sure. That that's yeah. what I mean. So listen, yeah. if they gave it to Lupi Godinez, like I think it was last week, yeah, I would have no problem with that at all. You it, know, it would have made more a... sense. I just, I yeah. like again, I think the match now thing again is different. I think you know they felt bad that his mom passed away. I guess I just don't see listen, how you could fight for two minutes and win fifty thousand dollars. I don't really get that at all. Let's be honest, Adam. Match now, it's it's weird to say it because he lost his mom, but he was lucky with that bonus because he was lucky that Oliveira missed weight. Because if right. Oliveira didn't miss weight, there were four performance bonuses probably, and he wouldn't get any. Yeah, so but I, I, I think, think Lupi should have still got one this Saturday. Yeah, oh, I agree. Saying, you know, like we talked about this last week. So it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm just saying, like, if they're not going to finish the fights as often, and it's just the fact if you look at the numbers historically. If they're not going to, then I think in a dominant three round showing, the 30 25 or 3 24 is what you had, Marcel. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. that's fine to give that to them. So, anyways, I think we've spent enough time talking about this fight. But yeah, uh, what's his name? Andrew has something about Abrevis. Um, yeah, you know, Rebus is pretty good, man. I mean, she basically went toe to toe with the number one contender in the division, right? So, I think she'll she, stick at this weight class, right? She trains with American top team as well, right? Uh, right. She's in the U.S. So yeah, yeah. Rebus is a good fighter. There's no doubt about it. And I think she looked pretty good. But again, I think Chukagian looked pretty good in this fight too. Four straight wins for Caitlin, by the way, Marcel. So she called out Manon Furo, I believe. I think that's the fight. Yeah, she wants. yeah. The contracts so. are apparently already sent out for September third in Paris. So, are you yeah. serious? Really? Yeah. Oh, the same wow. night. No way. Eh? That's awesome. Okay. Well, I think that fight makes sense. What's up, Alex? How's it going, man? Alex, he was actually, I think he is, he's the one who asked her about that, if I'm not mistaken. He was there asking uh, the uh, fighters about their next fights. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. This was one I nailed. Uh, Manuel Torres knocks out Frank Camacho. This fight went exactly what I thought it would. Yeah. Um, one of my better predictions of the card. Uh, yeah, man, Frank Camacho doesn't move his head at all, Marcel. He relies on having an, an iron chin, basically. I mean, he's got a good chin. He's got a hard head. He took some bombs, Marcel, with those hooks in that first minute of the fight and kept walking forward. And like I talked about last week, I was like, there's no way this guy will lose unless he gasses out for not being able to finish. And I thought that was going to happen for a sec, Marcel. I was like, oh, man, this guy's not going to knock him out. He's going to gas out now. And then finally, he knocks him down and Herb Dean stops the fight, which I think it was a good stoppage. I don't know what you thought about the stoppage, but I'm, I'm totally fine with the stoppage. And, yeah, I think Manuel looked great. He gets the bonus. I have no problem with that. I mean, this guy makes 10000 and 10000 guys. He yeah. obviously needs the money. He deserves the bonus. There's no doubt about it. He deserved it anyways. Give me your thoughts on this guy. I like this kid. I think he's a fun guy to watch. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going to be a dick here. Does he deserve the bonus over Petrovsky and over Michael Johnson? Michael Johnson, no. I'm not sure. No. Yeah. But I like it because, like you said, he's probably on 10 and 10 and is a beautiful knockout in the first round in your debut. Yeah. So I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. It actually it happens like we both expected. You know, if he if he lands on Camacho, he will probably knock him out. He did it. Yeah. Uh, very good, very good uh, debut win for him. And uh, Camacho, I think he's fucked. You know, he's two and six in the UFC yeah, now. I, I don't see he's gone. Listen, man, fun fighter, but uh, he has lost too much. You know, and I don't like to say that somebody is gone, but I'd be really surprised if he gets <sighs> another fight, man. And I like Camacho, but uh, yeah. I, Two and six, uh, and his best win is Nick Hine, like three years ago, and Nick Hine has retired since. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's it's difficult, you know what I mean? And uh, he lost to Justin James, man, by knockout. Yeah. Justin James is not in the UFC. A super so. short notice, yeah. I remember yeah, I'm just saying, but Justin's on the UFC anymore, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of weird that Frank. I mean, I 
I think he deserved another chance, obviously, with the with everything he's gone through. But yeah, I understand. Three straight losses. He's lost five of six, Marcel. I said last week when you posted the card, I was like, there's going to be a lot of cuts after this card. He's one of them for sure, you mm-hmm. know, unfortunately, because I think he's an exciting guy. But is he really UFC caliber anymore? I don't think so, you know. Um, what could be next for Frank? I think Bellator would be, make sense. When they go to Hawaii, He's he's he'd be great to, to have there. What do you think about that, man? Like, he's not from Hawaii. He's from Guam. But, you know, he's he's got one of those, like, uh, he's like a he's got like a Yancey Medeiros type, an exciting guy that's lost a lot of fights. But I think he, he would make sense on the roster. I don't know what you think about that. but Yeah, I mean, why not, you know? Or Ryzen, maybe, or one championship. Maybe those are because he lives in Guam, right? So I don't know if he even wants to stick around in American promotion right now. Um, if it's not the UFC, because obviously, you know, the UFC is the premier fighting organization, and I don't think he was maybe making that much money here, Marcel. But you know, you know what I'm trying to say, Marcel. So go to the first fight in the card. This fight just didn't uh, play out the yeah. way I thought. Because here's the thing: so Nascimento in his first fight with uh, Tajir was totally content playing off his back, playing jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And I, I thought that's how he was going to fight in this fight, too. Like, I thought it'd be the other way around. I thought Hadley would be the guy on top and that's on the bottom. It was the other way around. I was I listened to the post-fight presser, and he said, he's like, I had to change the way I fight because he's like, I need to stop playing jiu-jitsu. I need to wrestle more. And that's what he did. And he fought smart, and he dedicated the win to his father who recently passed away. And it was an emotional time for everyone there. Marcel Diego Lima, his coach, is crying. You had Charles Oliveira there. I was really happy for this guy. You know, he didn't get a bonus or anything like that, but he got his first UFC win. And he's a guy who's been fighting for a long time, Marcel. A lot of years in the sport. Finally gets his first UFC win. That was a nice moment, don't you think? That was it was a great win and a nice moment. So this was a for me a pretty big upset. I didn't really didn't expect the fight to play out this way. So any thoughts on this? Yeah, man, I think Nashimanto looked like a weight class bigger than Jake Hatley, dude. And uh, he cuts a lot of weight, man. Yeah, and he, he looked good. He had good control on the ground. I think Hatley did, didn't do really bad, but he just hadn't had top control. And Nashimanto kept working. I was impressed, you know what I mean? I didn't saw anybody doing that to Jake Hatley yet. And uh, I think Nashimanto did really well. I think many people... Uh, it was a parlay buster for many people, I think. I think many people expected Jake Hadley to do uh, to do work. But, uh, yeah, good win for Nascimento after his first fight against Tagir, which was also pretty close, I think. Um, and this one was pretty clear. You know, we had three rounds in the back. Looked good. Uh, yeah, a good win for, for him. And, and, a, and, a need, and a needed win, you know what I mean? If you lose your first, you would definitely want to win your second fight in the UFC. And he did it. So, uh, good for him, yeah. Yeah, you look good. Let me get these comments, guys. Um, let me see this. 15 fights, 14 in first round. Exciting fight. You're talking about Manuel, I believe, right? I think he was. Mm-hmm. Hadley crapped the bed. He sure did, man. I mean, that's a disappointing loss for him, man. You know, like Dana White, remember he said, like, I don't want this guy to make me look foolish. And I'm not saying he did because it's only one fight. And he fought a pretty good fighter. But, yeah, I mean, he didn't look good at all, Marcel. He lost every round. And he just didn't really – he didn't really have too many dangerous moments either. Disappointing myself for not picking Yasimento. Yeah, it is what it is. Huge side difference. Hey, Marcus, what's up? Yeah, there was. I don't know if you saw those pictures, guys, of uh, Nascimento cutting weight. I mean, it looked brutal. Like, it was a really tough weight cut, Marcel. He must cut He must cut 20 to 30 pounds, I would assume, Marcel. Like, he looked – you saw the photos, right? Yeah, yeah. And the video and stuff. Like, it looked that – let me pull it up here, actually, if people didn't see it. Um, Alan Nascimento. But, yeah, I was happy for the guy, Marcel. I was because of everything he's gone through, you know. It's nice to see, like, and even with Matt Schnellas, again, I don't think he deserved the bonus, but a guy who's been through that, like, you lose your you lose your parents, guys. It's just, like, that's the worst thing ever. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. let, let me pull this up here. 
Look at this weight cut. I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but here we go. You see that, Marcel? Yeah. There's Diego trying to – like, look at that, eh? Like, he's just completely skin and bone. That's why they call him Puro Oso, the Grim Reaper, Marcel. He looks like a hero, doesn't he? Look at him. Yeah. Just brutal. And then, I don't know if you saw the um, – He's lying there with the uh, here it is with the uh, like the sweats, towels and stuff, cutting the weight. And then Oliver mm-hmm. comes up to him and is like, "He looks like he's dead here, dude. Like, look at this, eh? Weight cutting is so fucked, man. I, I can't imagine doing this. Like, look at him here, Marcel. Yeah. It looks like he's dead. Like, look at this, Marcel. <laughs> this is a bad weight cut, in my opinion. I'm surprised he performed so well after this weight cut, guys. Mm-hmm. I got to be honest with you. Like, wow, that's crazy. Anyways. You know, Daniel, he might have, he might be forced to eventually. Right now, he can still make that weight, but we've seen it. Marcel, how many times have we seen it in the sport? How many times? It happens every like all the time where a guy does a big weight cut and eventually has to move up a weight class. Yeah, if you get older, it's much hard, much more harder. It you is know, harder. It's even harder. Yeah. yeah, and I think he's thirty, right? So he's still yeah, he's thirty, so he can, he can still do it for a little while. But yeah, mm. all right. Next fight, Vivian Arujo defeats Andrea Lee. Yeah, I mean, listen, like it, Lee won that first round with that head kick and. She could have won this fight, you know, but just low fight IQ, Marcel, really low fight IQ by her. That second round, that takedown attempt was one of the worst takedown attempts I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. How bad was that, though, where she, like, went through her legs, like, and then basically gave up her back for the rest of the round? Can you believe that happened? I couldn't even believe that. Any thoughts about that? Yeah. Um, I mean, the first round. Let, let's start with the first round. Uh, she tagged. She tagged uh, Arusha with a punch. Yep. Arusha went down, and when she got up, she got, got a real high kick in her neck. Over it, uh, she she grabbed Lee, so she could uh, she could uh, recover from it. I think she recovered really well from it. Actually, I think she did well even in, in the last parts of the set of the first round. Second round, clear 10-8, in my opinion, for Arusha. Very, very strong, and the third round she did more what she did in the second round. So I think Arujo had a really good showing. Uh, Lee didn't have a great showing uh, only at the start, and uh, had amazing corner advice in between the rounds. Um, that's obviously sarcasm. Um, yeah, I think a good win for Arujo, and in my opinion, yep. this fight was probably. I think the fight was more fun to watch than the rebuff. I was going to say, if you're going to get fight of the night. This could have been the fight. Of the night. It was a good yeah. fight. Yeah. Um, and you're okay with the scorecards? Like, what did you – you had 29-27, I'm guessing? Yeah, 29-27, yeah. I think that third round was really close. I got to be honest with you because I know Arusha had the control and everything, but, like, Andrea Lee actually did, I think, more on the feet, but just not enough to sway the judges in her favor, especially after that second round. It would have looked weird had she won the fight. But, uh, listen, everyone's talking about your corner, Tony Kelly, and the comments he made. Um, Marcel, I don't know if you're still there. Um, you're there, yeah. Okay. I, I really have no thoughts about this, to be honest with you. Like, everyone's getting up in arms about it. I'm, I don't know. Like, I listen, what he said was stupid. Does he deserve to be cut for saying that and lose his job? I, I, I don't know about that. It's not like he killed someone. It was a stupid comment. I think we've heard way worse, though. Mm-hmm. You know? You think he should be released from the UFC because he made that oh, comment? Oh, I, I'm not, I'm not, the per, I'm not, uh, I'm not the one of the leaders of the cancel culture. But, um, I mean, it's just stupid, you know. You know you'll get recorded. You yep. know you're on TV. Yep. Don't say that stuff. He, he could have easily said, like, if he said, "Yeah, what you what what you expect? She's a dirty fighter. Uh, don't 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 mind it, you know." Yep. Yep. But he talked about all Brazilians, and that was stupid. You know what I mean? I do. Um, don't don't do that, you know. And uh, after that, he's going to Twitter and he's like, "Yeah, I'm not apologizing." Blah blah blah. Cancel culture. I was like, dude. 
you make it even worse. You know what I mean? So, um, no, I don't really care about it, but uh, it, it was a stupid thing, I think. It's just stupid. You know, I, I'm, I'm also not a guy who is going to, like, you know, to Twitter, like, oh, my God, what did he just say? You know, like, really a lot of cute people on Twitter. I have my thoughts about it, but... Uh, Listen, man, I'm not into politics or, or into the woke community or into whatever, so I'm not going into it. But it was yeah. just stupid. Let's keep it at that. Super stupid. I agree. Also, like, <laughs> listen, he's probably going to lose next month to um, Inez anyways, so. Yeah. It is worth Yeah, it is. only thing I tweeted is, like, uh, there was somebody who was, like, uh, who, uh, do you have a list of fighters? That are loved by almost everybody in the community. So I think I I, I listed this few a few a ten or something, mm -hmm. and Yanes was on it. Oh so yeah. After that, so after that, I retweeted it. I was like, I'm pretty sure uh, Yanes got more support after this fight. <laughs> Probably yeah. So anyways, it is what it is. But yeah, for Eruzo, I mean, that's a good win for her. And again, I thought she beat Chikagian, guys. So yeah, she's really same. good. You know, she could be six and one around the UFC. I was actually at her debut, Marcel, where she knocked out Kalita Bernardo in Brazil. Um, that was at UFC 237. That was the one I was at, Marcel. Mm -hmm. And, man, it was so loud when she knocked her out. Like, the crowd was crazy. That whole event was so insane. Watching a card in Brazil was amazing. So, I mean, listen, my fiance's Portuguese. We watch a lot of Brazilian shows and stuff together. Like, it's part of her culture as well. So, I, I love the Brazilian people. I have a lot of friends from there. I don't like what Tony Kelly said, but I don't really think the guy deserves to lose his job about it. That's all I'm saying, you know? I just think that's a little strange to be, like, wanting to someone to get cut because they said something it's not like he mm -hmm. did something you know Marcel like that's that's the difference like I feel like you know if you do like domestic violence like Luis Pena yeah I think that's totally fair to be like cut this guy you know but I just think a, a comment and, and you know it was he the yeah. moment so that, that's that's the other thing it was, was stupid though and, and he doubled down on it which was also dumb he's not a very bright person I'll just say that and also Andrea Lee Listen, she's her own person. She can do what she wants. She doesn't seem to be picking the right men, or so I thought that as well. And I mean, you guys have seen like her last um, husband. Uh, or I don't. She's not married to this guy, but her, that Donnie Aaron guy. He was like yeah. a Nazi guy, and he actually, like, I think, he committed domestic assault against her, which yeah. is sad. You know, he was a lot older than her, and they've said that she was groomed by him, um, which is very possible. So, I, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, I mean, this Tony Kelly guy obviously he's not. He didn't do himself any favors, more so. And then. Now there's like an article, I think you sent me the article um, from years ago where he also had like a domestic violence thing, right? Wasn't there mm -hmm. something like 10 years ago maybe? So He, he was acquitted, but yeah. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So then we can't even mention it then if it's, but I know he was accused of it. Anyway, let's go to the yeah. next fight. Michael Johnson just completely knocks out the ghost of Alan Patrick here. Like I said, Marcel, Alan Patrick looked like about 100 years old. Like, no. <laughs> he looked like Santa Claus, guys. Like his, his beard, his hair. I'm like, this guy's really aged in the two years. We haven't seen it in a year. Mason Jones did a number to this dude. But yeah, basically, Michael Johnson finished what Mason Jones started, Marcel. What a knockout. How do you not get a bonus for that knockout? My God. Four punch uh, combination like that? He deserved a bonus, Marcel. Alan Patrick was like, um, also in Charles Oliveira's team, now let's dye my hair uh, as well. But also my beard and everything. Dude, dude, look at the look like eighty five. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. But you really did. Uh, yeah, but the first round was pretty competitive. Not gonna lie, you know, yeah. Michael Johnson still won the round, but it was Tag competitive. <laughs> yeah. So and the second round, uh, yeah, Johnson knocked him out, dude. It was a very hard knockout. Two yeah. hard punches when he was on the ground. Um, yeah, how do you not get a bonus for that? You know, maybe the UFC is bored with Johnson by not uh, fighting. Uh, could think uh, enough, you know, I think. Yeah. But uh, he should have got a, f a performance of the night bonus for this one, man. 
for sure. I agree. I mean, it's crazy. Johnson's had one hell of a career, man. It's been very up and down. But when he looks good, he looks really good. You know, Marcel, like, and like, that knockout just showed you again the power he has. I still remember he knocked out Poirier. I was very, I still feel like that's one of the more random knockouts we've seen in the mm-hmm. UFC considering his career and how Poirier's went afterwards. But, you know, the guy's had some crazy knockouts. And, Johnson, and I think, go ahead. The weirdest career in the UFC, probably, yeah. dude. And the guy with the most potential, but never really got to yeah. that potential, you know? He hasn't went over Ferguson, <clears throat> yeah. Rosa, like Poirier, like yeah, I said. Poirier. So I don't know. It's just very strange. Okay. Next fight here. Bernard Jandaroba defeats Angel Hill by decision. Yeah, I guess I was overthinking this fight, maybe more so. Because initially I was thinking Werner could do, like, just hold her, like, not hold her down, but basically make it a grappling match. And then I thought Angela's takedown defense. And honestly, Marcel, it looked like she was ta- defending the takedowns pretty well in that second round. And then halfway through it, Verna got a takedown. And then after that, the fight just really did not go Angela's way. Because I think that second round, Marcel, she was starting to light Verna up a little bit on the feet. And then you just saw Verna take it back to the ground, and then she got the win. So Verna, I know she made a call out. Didn't she not, Marcel? She called it Tisha Torres. That's the fight she mm-hmm. called out. That's a good fight. I yeah, think it makes not? sense. And there's no one else that, in that um, top 10, I think, available right now. So that's the fight mm-hmm. to make, right? Yeah. Also, I feel like it was a clear win for Verna, 30-27. Why do the commentary booth keep saying that it's a close fight? It know? was it was close to the second for half the round, and then it swayed completely in, in Jandaroba's favor. So, yeah. so listen, it was 30-27. I would say it was a competitive 30-27. It wasn't like a blowout 30-27, like no, no. Uh, the judge who scored um, Gloopy and uh, yeah. and, and Carnalosi. Carnalosi. Yeah, that's not – like you know what I mean? That's the problem with the with the scoring sometimes. It's like you have a clo- – like a, no, this fight really wasn't that close. You know what I'm saying, Marcel? Like – there's some fights where it's like you barely win the round and win 327. There's some fights where you win like by a huge margin, they still don't give you a 10 8. So, mm-hmm. anyways, um, some other people are some <laughs> Santa Claus. Dude, he looked like it. I thought that in the way. It's like I said it to myself, like, why is Santa Claus here at the weigh-ins today? Like, this is kind of weird. Great to see Johnson get the win. What's up, grateful dude? I know it really was, man. It was. I'd like to see a rematch between Tony Ferguson and Michael Johnson. Who would you have this betting favorite? That's actually interesting, Marcus. Listen, like, Tony's coming off a brutal knock loss. Tony is according to Dana, supposed to take some time off now, but he seems like he wants to get back in there. <sighs> Michael Johnson beat him the first time, which was a surprising win at the time, and Tony went on a long win streak after that. Johnson's not ranked, though, and Tony's still ranked in the top 10. I, I think Tony would be favored to win the fight, but I'm not saying he would he would win that fight at all. I'm not saying he would win, but I think he would be favored just because of where he is in the rankings. You have any thoughts about that? You're, you're muted. You're muted. <laughs> what the hell? Um, I, I I would favor Ferguson probably in that against yeah. Michael Johnson, man. But I don't know, man. I don't know if he wants that fight. Johnson is not anywhere near the rankings. I yeah, think. he won't take that fight. Yeah, no. I think if Tony's gonna fight someone in the top fifty, I think Dan Hooker would make sense. I don't even know why Dan's ranked anymore. I thought he dropped weight class, and when you do that, you're supposed to be taken out of the rankings. That's what I thought, but that didn't happen. Johnson versus Herbert, loser leaves town. Both those guys are exciting. Um, I would be a good fight. I actually wouldn't like that fight at all. Um, what's next for Angela Hill? She's lost four of five, but the UFC loves her. She's, she's obviously, uh, sorry, she's lost five of six, actually, excuse me. But again, you know, I think she did beat Lemos, and I think a lot of us thought that. So she's so competitive in a lot of these fights. I think she'll get one more, Marcel, but she absolutely needs to win that fight. Um, is Ashley Yoder still on the roster or no? Because she, we, she, that's her only win in the last six. So right. Uh, so is she still on the roster though? You I know? think she is. Yeah. Yeah, and she also has a win over. You know, it's crazy. Like Luma, Luma's probably her best win at this point. Or Marina Moros. 
Yeah, that's the thing. Angel still has got wins over fighters it's, in the roster right now, so I think she'll get one more. She'll get one more. Is, is Vanessa Demopoulos? Uh, that would be an interesting fight. Yeah, I don't know if she is, but I think that'd be actually. I think she was matched up. Let me double check. Demopoulos, the stripper. She's so funny with her stripper pool. She's like, I can't remember. Who, oh, Lupi Godinez was training with her. She said she was teaching her some moves on the pole. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, she's fighting Jinyu Frey, another fighter in that same kind of like bottom. Uh, maybe the winner of that one or the loser. The loser too, Marcel for Angela Hill. You know, yeah, you could do that. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Oh, sorry, there's a couple comments, guys. Um, Got to give credit to Jane Robin Hill. It was a clear win for Verge. Hill still improvements. Yeah, I think a lot of people thought she'd get subbed, right? So a lot of people saying Don buys because Hill is a colleague on the desk. Yeah, I, I mean, not just that, but they train together. At, 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 uh, Alliance haven't made. They've been training yeah. for years, right? So they're yeah. good friends. I do think there's some bias there. And I think, like, you know, listen, you're going to see that in the sport because if you guys are training with each other or girls in this case, this is natural to be biased for someone that you like. It's your friend. It's just natural. Really honest. If I'm training with somebody, I wouldn't give commentary. That's the thing. You either do, you either refrain from doing it, or you say straight up, "Hey, I'm a teammate, so I'm just giving that out there." You have to be like, uh, like reveal that, you know. So full disclosure. All right, next fight: Tatsuya Tyra defeats Carlos Candelario. I mean, this was a really good fight. This was a really good fight, too, Marcel. I mean, this this was an interesting fight. Uh, Tyra Dude. looked great. What were you gonna say? Dude looked like shit on the way in the way. Candelario. So I actually think he he did very well in the fight i'm surprised he survived the three rounds yeah. i'm really surprised like i did pick timer by decision so i actually had a really good pick and that was plus 250 i should have put that as one of my best bets because that's what i thought would happen here but i mean i'm surprised the way the fight played out i'm just shocked almost that he didn't get finished because he got knocked down he was dominated in the ground um you know carlos did have some nice reversals he got on top a few times um he's a, he's a he's a pretty good fighter marks he had three reversals in this fight that's pretty good you know um but I like Tyra, man. He's only 22. Right, great performance for someone. And then after the fight, guys, fucking reads a letter. The guy fucking wrote a letter. Like, how do you not love that, Marcel? They're like, yeah. hold on, he's got a message to say. And then he starts talking in English. And his English is really good. I really like this kid, Marcel. I think he's going to go far in the sport. I think he's going to fight for the belt one day. I'm not saying, like, this year or next year. But he's only 22. And this flyweight belt, flyweight division is going to be around for a while. He's 100% going to fight for the belt one day. I'm going to say that right now. Any thoughts? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. You know what? Best thing was interviewing him. And he was like, thank you. I'm so happy. You know? And that Bisping went to the interpreter with the microphone. He did. Uh, he, he thought he said something in Japanese. It's <laughs> super funny. So, um, yeah, I also had to laugh when Dominic Cruz was like, uh, that he he pretty he speaks pretty speaks pretty decent English. I understand him better than do I do Bisping. So <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was actually think, pretty jokes. Yeah, Tyron did good, man. I think it was a really good debut, and we saw so many times that guys coming from Japanese organizations with a big hype behind their name uh, didn't couldn't cut it in the UFC. And I think he he started a great way. You know, uh, good win. I'm happy I switched my pick because my initial pick was Candelario, you know, two weeks ago. Yep. I went to Tyra now, and I think uh, that was a good one. Yep. Um, yeah, good win. And uh, I, I was happy to see uh, to see a new guy in the UFC and flyweight and somebody we can uh, have a lot of pleasure watching in the future, I think. Yeah, he's good. Who would you match him up with next? you thought about that? Ooh, um... Let me check the flyweight division. Someone said yeah. Nascimento, but I don't think so. Because I, I think Allen deserves someone a little higher, you know, in my opinion. What about um, what about Jake Hadley? Jake Hadley. You could do that. Uh, how about CJ Vergara, the guy who won last week? Yeah, oh, I, I like that as well. You like that one? I think that makes sense, right? That would be yeah. a good one. 
Um, or the winner of Ode Osborne against Saruk Adashev. That's another one, too. Um, yeah, those are the – or how about this one, Francisco Figueredo? A possible as He just well, had yeah. that knee bar. That'd be interesting if it hit the ground, right? Wouldn't mind that at all. So, Andrew's saying, I uh, haven't seen this. He pushed Japan, uh, can't push someone as hard as Tyra. There's not a ton of Japanese fighters in the roster, and this guy is one of the best, and he's very exciting. He's young. I, I can see why they're pushing him. Um, again, I, he's only 22, guys. He's got a long future in the sport, long, bright future, and 11 and no now, Marcel, I believe. So, he's he's very good, and, and man, the grappling's out of this world. You know, look great. Let him sub Schnell really quick. Yeah, he would sub him like quick as well. But again, Matt, I think Matt, I don't know, they'll do that. Um, yeah, there's a lot of fights coming up actually in the flyweight division, Marcel. There's actually some, a lot of fights in this division coming up. So any of those fights make sense, I think, that we mentioned. So um, let's go to the last fight here. And biggest upset of the night. I'm going to give credit to this guy here. Petrovsky put weight up starting the night. Those lines made no sense. And we talked about it last week, you know, Marcel, like the odds were off. Minus 400 didn't really make sense. I still obviously picked Maximov. I didn't sure. expect the fight to go like this quick. I thought it would play out longer, but Petrovsky's good. And you know, Marcel, three straight wins by stoppage now in the UFC. I think this is a really big win for him, you know? Um, he might get a top 15 opponent next, possibly. It, it's it's I, I don't know, actually. Now that I look at the division, it's pretty – a lot of the guys are booked, but it's possible because when you finish guys as, as often as he's doing, it, I think it puts you up higher, like – um, on a, a faster tra- trajectory up the ladder than a guy who's just winning decision. Like, Marcel, if he fought Edmund Shabazi right now, who's number 15, who would win that fight? Andre Petrovsky or Edmund? It depends how long the fight goes, probably. I think Andre probably wins that fight. I'm honestly. not sure. I think it's possible. I mean, we saw Edmund get dominated in the ground the last couple of fights. Again, mm-hmm. fighting Jack Hermanson is different, but just saying, like, I think this guy's pretty good, you know? Because... Um, you know, first guy to beat Maximov submits him quickly. It was really yeah. nice for Maximov. Marcel, this is a bad loss for him. This is really bad. Um, Unexpected one, I think, as well for him. Yeah. Do you think for him personally? Him? Do you yeah. think they cut him? No, no. Okay, I don't think so. Why did they put him in the first fight of the night then? I have no idea. <laughs> I think they're down on him, dude. After that last fight with Puna, which was a horrible fight. That, that's mm. what I think. Um, he got the win and everything, but. It was just not an exciting fight. You know, he looked like we'll talk about Logan's story in a few minutes here, but <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Like, they'll, I guess they'll give him one more, but it sure it doesn't seem like they're very high on him now. I mean, the, the, the fact he went from co main to opening up the curtain jerker of the night, Marcel, mm-hmm. that is not exactly a good sign. I'll tell you that right now. I think it does show that the matchmakers are down on him right now, but of course, it could play out with the Nate Diaz thing because I know Nate was at the PI, he pissed on the PI <laughs> last week, Marcel. You saw that. The, the yeah, I saw posted. That. Maybe that had something to do with it as well, that they were just so, the whole team, but I don't know. Somebody, somebody asked me, like, why didn't they do that? I was like, there is no logic in why Nate just does something. He just do, does it, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. <laughs> for sure. So, yeah, I mean, that you saw that. Um, anything else from this card, Marcel? Anything else you want to talk about with, with this card? What, what was that sarcastic tweet you had? And I I, I uh, uh, retweet or I uh, replied to it with a, with a gif, like, uh, I know what you're doing here. Oh, we're talking about the damage and stuff. Yeah, well... well oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that now. So let's go to this fight. Let's go to uh, Bellator. Um, actually, let me just double check to see if there's any comments. Um, Maximov tries to be Nate so bad. He sounds exactly like him, doesn't he? And Nick, he sounds yeah. exactly like him. Andre doesn't agree when fighting Maximov. One more than a fight against strike point. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm just saying, like, three straight finishes is impressive. But again, unranked guy. So I agree with what you're saying. That, that's true. Bruno announced uh, he has a fight against a tough opponent on Instagram. Who could that be? 
I'm not sure. I mean, he had a pretty good fight with, with Alex Pereira, but lost. I don't know. I'm not sure. I really don't know. Um, I mean, Petrovsky would be a good fight for both of them. That'd be a fun fight. I don't think that's the fight, but I just wanted to say one other thing before we go to Bellator. Uh, the Philly guys, Marcel, 14 and 0 now, Marcel, in the UFC. And most of the wins are by finish. So we got Sean Brady. We talked about last week Brady, Sabatini, Wells, and Petrovsky. That team's killing it. Anything else you want to talk about from UFC Vegas 44 before we wave it goodbye? Uh, forever, Marcel. <laughs> no, no, that's it. <laughs> We're good for it. Okay, all right, guys. Let's go to Bellator two eighty one. Okay, so we'll recap this card. Um, I I didn't catch. Uh, it's, it, it's on a different time, right? So I'm at work, and like I, I can obviously I'm at home when I work, but it's tough when I'm you know doing something else to like catch all the fights. But it, the main card started right when I finished, so I, I got to watch the main card. Um, talk about a few fights. Let me talk about. Uh, the main event first. That's that's the fight everyone's talking about. It's the, the controversial fight. <laughs> you watched the fight, yes or no? Did you watch it? Yeah, completely. Okay. So I want to hear your scorecard on this fight. So the judges, let me get the judges' scorecards, 48-47 and 49-46 story and 48-47 for Paige. So it's a split decision, which I'm honestly not shocked by because I talked about it last week. I'm like, this fight could be competitive. Like, I wouldn't lay all the juice on Storley. That being said... I want to hear your thoughts on who won, and I'll, I'll give your thoughts on mine, or I'll give my thoughts on who I thought won. Round, round one, Logan Storley. Round two was a little bit more close. I still went with Storley. Round three, round three, Logan Storley. Round four, MVP. Round five, Logan Storley. Yeah. So I think for me, what I had was first round Storley. Second round, I had for Storley. Close again, like you said. Third round, Page. Uh, yeah, that's what I had. It was again competitive. Fourth round, Page for sure. And then the fifth round story for sure. So really the only clear rounds were four and five. That that's the only clear rounds, I think. Maybe one, two. But four and five were clear. Because four obviously was was page, five obviously was stories. The first three, they were competitive, but I still think that Storley won the fight. You know, I, I do. I just think this is I, I can't believe what what a, an outrage there was from especially the media. <laughs> it, it makes no sense because We've seen bad decisions where fighter does a lot of damage and then someone holds them down and wins the decision. Michael Page did not do a lot of damage. There was barely any strikes thrown in this fight. And I think a lot of people are really confused about the rules right now, Marcel. If you read the rules, and I, I read them all the time because I keep getting yeah. confused because people on Twitter seem to know more than the rest of us, apparently. It's effective striking and effective grappling. It's not just effective striking, guys. And yes, damage is obviously a very important part of the effective uh, striking and it's a huge part of the criteria even though the word damage isn't necessarily used in the, in the unified rules we know that that's what they're looking for right we know that but again it's effective striking slash grappling okay yeah there's a lot of confusion right now in mma because people are confused about octagon control and control time they are completely different things and people do, are not getting that or so octagon control is an old it's it's something that we've had since the unified rules in 2001 i believe We've always had that. It's ring generalship in boxing. It's who's leading the dance. And again, that, that's the third criteria that only comes into play if the striking, grappling, and the aggressive, if it's even, okay? Control time is a new stack. It came when the stats were created. And control time is when you either are pushing someone against the fence or you're on top of them on the ground. It's a different stat. Yes, that could lead to you winning the octa control because you're controlling when the fight's taking place. But it's a different thing. And people are confused about this, Marcel. And I'm very... Surprised people are confused about that because Brendan Fitzgerald, who obviously is the commentator for the UFC, said there was confusion between him and Dominic Cruz in one of the fights. He's like, Well, control time is only the third thing, and Dominic's like, No, you're wrong. I think Dom's right because it's not control time, off control, it's a different thing. Okay, that being said, 
octa look at the definitions they're completely different definitions if you look at it Marcel okay so people are a little confused about that but the other thing is in this particular fight I just don't think MVP did enough to win you know and I just I don't understand why there's like media edu educating other media and the fans and acting like they're real judges and scolding the fans for scoring the fight for story or scolding the media it makes no sense why do you care what the fans and the media think? They're not the ones judging the fight. You want to scold someone, go scold the actual judges then. Go bring their names up and, and, and do that instead, Marcel. It makes no sense to be like trying to be all high and mighty and, and being like, oh, I know more about the rules than you guys. It doesn't make sense, Marcel. Um, because at the end of the day, me and you, our scores don't mean shit. They don't yeah, mean fucking sure. anything. Your guys' scores in the chat don't mean jack shit either. There's only three people that scores matter and three people outside the cage. You have a problem with the scoring? Go after them and say these guys don't know what they're doing. Why say? Why tell the fans? Hey, you guys don't know what you're, you don't know how to score a fight. You don't know what you're talking about. We see this a lot now, Marcel. I'm just surprised that this was the That's fight that people are like really putting their flag in the ground, saying this is damage over control, like all day. There just wasn't all much damage inflicted in this fight. I just think it's the wrong fight to be upset about the rules with and the scoring criteria. I don't know. Give me your thoughts on this, Marcel. It just didn't make any sense to me with the uproar words. I didn't get it at all. It can't piss me off that this is always probably the thing when, and I got to get a lot of flack for this saying this, English fighters are fighting, you know? I see a lot of people from the UK coming out, like 50-45 MVP, 50, media members, fucking media members, you know? I was like, you guys are just biased. You know, you're just biased. I shouldn't score a fight if you're biased, you know. I don't give a fuck if Storley wins or MVP, you know. I'm just giving my scorecard. Yeah, you know? same. So, um, the thing is, also, there are two or three guys. I'm not going to say any names. They act like they're the authority of uh, of judging, you know. Fuck out of here, you know. Yeah. Uh, and you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Um they're acting like if they get a comment on their uh, on their Twitter from people who are disagreeing with them, they're like, yeah, but you don't know the scoring criteria. I know it. <laughs> so it's like, and then people are like, why, why do you know? Yeah, because I read them. Uh, I read them. So and then they are like, but where can you read them then? Yeah, if you look on the internet, you can see it. And then you see I'm right because you don't know the scoring criteria. It's like, why you act like you're the authority of scoring criteria, man? It's so stupid, you know? Just uh, if you want to actually want to let the people know how to score it, then tell me how you score it. And don't make or, or, or post a tweet or make a clip or whatever explaining the scoring criteria and even explaining it wrong. You're explaining it wrong, you yep. know? And you act like you're the authority of scoring. Fuck off, you know? I'm, I don't even want to talk to these people. I also don't talk to these people. I see it, you know? And I see it even when I even don't follow them. I see them on my Twitter timeline. And then even people gonna defend it is like, yeah, but but he knows a lot about scoring criteria. Why? Because you like him, you know. I mean, listen, man, if Adam says something I don't agree with, I tell Adam I don't agree with him. You know, I, I can I, like I didn't agree with Marcel's scorecard in the readers fight, but then I yell yeah. at you and tell you you're an idiot and you don't no, have to Marcel, go read the unified rules. You don't know what you're talking about. I would yeah. never do that. Like, why no, are you talking down not. to other media members, especially yeah. and the fans? Yeah. If you want to like educate the fans, that's one thing. But if you want to like talk down to them and act like you're better than them, it's just really bad. And people well, notice this now, Marcel. I'm just saying, like, people are noticing, you know. So it's really coming from a certain side, in my opinion, you know. Right. And it's coming from listen, you get always a few tools in, in your in your replies who are like, well, acting like you have influence on a scorecard, you know, it's really weird. But 
you're, but there are me. Listen, man, if you're a media member, act, act normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and even now, I see. Uh, I don't want to call out MMA fighting, but I'm going to do it. Even now, I'm seeing an article from MMA fighting where they're doubling down on this on the scorecard. They are like robbery. Verdict. Really? They're calling it a robbery? Yeah. Verdict robbery. Uh, you you, oh, you can check on the on their an article on their website. Okay. Oh, I so, see now Alex's article. Yeah, yeah. He does yeah. these. So yeah, and I love Alex. Alex is great, you know. So it's not a personal thing against him, yeah. but I mean, and he can have an opinion. He can think he can think it's a robbery. I don't I don't mind, you know. But and, and he also is not the guy who going after people on Twitter, you know. So nothing against the guy. I actually like him. But yeah. there are guys on Twitter, media members, who are going after people because they don't have the same scorecard as they have you know yeah. and the thing is for me again you know if a dutch fighter fights in the ufc and there we only have one left but if a dutch fighter fights wherever i'm not biased in my scorecard you know what i mean and i feel like if you're from the uk if they're from ireland and i'm gonna say it you know they are biased with their scorecard nine out of ten times you know i see it on their scorecard if somebody from their country is fighting other people have a 29 28 they have a 30 26 you know what i mean mm -hmm. so it's just annoying to me and in my opinion if you can be not biased and scoring your scorecard don't put in your scorecard that that's the thing i have yeah. maybe one or two fighters where i'm very good with good friends with i never put in my scorecard for them even when i'm i'm not biased with my scoring but people probably know i'm really good with those fighters so they are like if it's a close fight and i went with them they're like oh yeah because you like him you know I'm just going to completely don't want that to happen. You know what I mean? I want to be unbiased. And it's not even, it's not even a thing. You know, I don't have any authority. So I can put my, I can say 30, 20, 22, right. you know, if I want to. It doesn't right. have anything to do. Sorry, I'm I'm going way too long about it. okay. This, I, I know you, I, listen, you have a big following, dude. You have a lot of followers. Like, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine like when you, you know, you do say something that people disagree with. I, I, I can just imagine like what. I look at the comments sometimes, Marcel. They call it, you say you don't know what you're talking about. I mean, Marcel knows what he's talking about. Listen, I, I'm don't agree with the scorecard. It's fair enough, but it, Marcel knows what he's talking about. I think we could all agree with that. You know, Marcel, listen, there's some scorecards I've scored that I look back on and I'm like, okay, maybe I scored that wrong, right? Or maybe, you know, there's other scorecards where I think, hey, I scored it properly, other people scored it wrong. But at the end of the day, it doesn't mean anything because we're not real judges. That's why I don't understand why people get upset at the other media or the fans scoring the fight. I don't really understand that. If you want to get upset at someone, get upset at the judges. How about those fuckers that robbed Jay Collier a few weeks ago? Or the guys that robbed Charlie Leary last week in, in Belgium? I didn't saw the outrage. Where was the outrage no. for the Charlie Leary? Yeah. That was the worst decision I've ever seen. 327? Horrible. Horrible. Anyways, that's enough about the judges. Screw these guys. I don't want to talk about them. But honestly, Marcel, like, it was a close fight. And it could have, honestly, I wouldn't have been surprised at page one. I wouldn't have been surprised. But I thought Charlie did enough. And hey, CJ, what's up? He's talking about the damage. I mean, he really didn't do a lot of damage, man, except for the fourth round. You know, like, that's where a lot of the damage came from. So, I know what you're saying about Storley. He didn't do much either. They, neither guy did much. You know, really, neither guy did much in the fight. So, it is what it is. It was not a great fight. Who would you guys picking in the the storm Amosov rematch um, with Storley? Uh, I mean, that first time was a split decision. I, I would take Amosov. I mean, but right now, I mean, who knows if he's going to fight anytime soon, right? But I, I would take Amosov. Totally again, he just doesn't have a, a very well-rounded game. Um, also, I think it's kind of funny that Scott Coker said, like, hey, you can't win a fight like this, but he actually did win the fight. <laughs> That's kind of funny. And Marcel, he's like, you can't win a fight like that. But the yeah. two of the three judges that were paid this toward the fights gave it to him. So it is what it is. You know, Marcel, listen, some of these fights are so close, guys, sometimes that you never really know what they're going to say. And I think this was a pretty competitive fight. The odds were off. This was definitely closer to, like, uh, 
you know, pickup type of fight. That's for sure. Uh, a couple, of, a couple other ones before we get out of here, Marcel. Fabian Edwards gets a nice knockout over Leona Machida, a beautiful knockout. Connor Watanabe gets a, a nasty uh, triangle choke submission. I was surprised by that big upset there. And Paul Daly gets a knockover Wendell Giacomo to come back in his final MMA fight. Apparently, he might be going to boxing because they're paying him more money. That's what I was reading. So, any other thoughts on these? And I know yeah. there's, a bu- there's a buggy I, choke on the prelims as well. All of our in-camp former UFC fighters. So overall, pretty good card, I think. Any thoughts? I to, yeah, I have to tell you about something. So, so uh, Denise killed fought Kana Watanabe, uh, Watanabe, right? And um, she kicked her in the face. Do you, you saw that in the second round? She did. Yes. Uh, done, yeah. So uh, at Gilbert Eiffel, he was uh, doing uh, the uh, commentary for a Spike TV in the Netherlands over here. So uh, I sent him the clip. I was like. You uh, did she watch some clip of you, dude? <laughs> so he was, he was laughing. He was like, "Yeah, probably." <laughs> so, uh, but uh, Watana did it really well, man. I think uh, she surprised a lot of people, not with her judo, but just how, how she fought, you know. And uh, gotta give an extra shout out to Paul Daly, man. Didn't look good for him early in the fight, but uh, he he came up and he knocked him clean out. Beautiful uh, farewell. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just saw on Twitter uh, Bill Algio's fighting. Billy Corcoran as well. Yeah, yeah, just asking Billy if it's true. <laughs> oh, awesome. Okay, so that's, I mean, that's a pretty fun fight. Uh, Aljo is a pretty fun fighter. And Billy Q is obviously a great fighter. I mean, that fight with Chamberlain uh, was awesome. Anything else with Bellator you wanted to mention before we get out of here? Um, I saw some comments here. Some people were asking about Wachita. What's next for him? Four straight losses. He's 43 years old. This is a don't, brutal knockout loss. Don't let him fight up in commerce, man. No. Pardon? Don't let him fight up in commerce. Yeah, I mean, Fabian Edwards is a good fighter. I wouldn't even call him an up-and-comer. He's just a good quality fighter. Um, I know, but don't let him fight those kind of guys. I think Fabian Edwards is still not top-level guy. Who could be able to fight then in Bellator? Like, who's available? Like, uh, um, who did Romero just beat that Polizzi? I mean, why would he fight him? He's an up-and-comer. It doesn't really make any sense. Um, Let me look at Bellator fighters quickly. Maybe Uh, he should just retire, indeed. Yeah, four straight losses. This was a bad one. This reminded me of the Shogun one, Marcel, where he just went out cold, you know? By the way, the referee, Jaron Vallel, he's a shit ref. Um, he's had a lot of bad stoppages. The, the stoppage was two or three punches too late. He could have saved Machida from going unconscious, Marcel. He could have if you got yeah, a little the, faster. You saw him with the Grand Theft Auto haircut? <laughs> I saw the haircut. I don't understand why. You, whatever. I mean, that's his hair. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, no disrespect, man. But yeah, I mean, I can't say anything with someone's hair. I mean, like, that's that's the whole thing. I just don't think he's a very good ref. He's actually no, a Canadian no, but... guy. He's uh, he's from Canada. Um, listen, there's, listen, Marcel, there's guys that he could fight, Machida, that he could potentially beat in Bellator. There's no doubt about it. Um, maybe Sorry. some of the guys from the tournament, you know, some of these guys, like, I don't know, but I think that's it, guys. I don't know. I want I want to talk about the haircut, dude. Sorry. Um, don't you think, do you play Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. play anymore, but so, I played all of them. Yeah. But yeah. you had like, when you go into the barbershop and you're bald, you know, you're like, I want to have a full, uh, full hair. So then the barber goes like, you had full hair. like, kind of like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I want to say. Well, no, that's what I want to say. If we're really going to get one more Shogun fight, rather the UFC bring Machida in one fight deal, settle the trilogy. I don't think they'll do it, but I mean that would make sense, you know. It would make sense. What's up, Gorilla? Gorilla Gambles. What's up, guys? Who should Tapuria fight next? He's my favorite man. What a dog. He's a beast. Um, I still think he should go to one forty-five. Back to one forty-five. I have no idea who's going to fight next. Do you, is there a fight? Does he have a fight book, Tapuria? Uh, yeah, he has a fight book. Yeah. Can you tell who did? Can you tell us who it is? No, I can't do it. It's not my scoop. So Marcel, come on! I can't. Man. I can't do it. It's not my scoop, so can, I can't can do you, it. Can I you got... give us a hint at all? He was a hint. It's a top fifteen guy. At what weight class, though? 
Um, oh, this is actually a good question. Uh, oh, 145. I think. Oh, he's going back. There you go. There you go. Of course, his manager fall. His managers, the Kawa brothers, followed me on Twitter. I remember that fight um, with Jai. I was like, I'm "Like, why is this guy fighting 155? He's fighting a massive guy who's way taller than him. Like, you should go down." And then after the knockout, Malky went after. Me. He's like, "Come on, Adam." He's like, "You don't know what you're talking about." And I'm like, "Come on, Malky. You've been following me for ten years. You know I know my shit." And then Marcel, two months later, they're booking him 145 again. If he can make that weight safely, he obviously should be fighting that weight class. You know. Tapuri versus Pimblet. <laughs> that fight's happening. By the way, Pimblet's like a heavyweight now, apparently, anyway. So <laughs> who's Pimblet fighting again? He's got a fight booked, right? He is supposed he was he is uh on that board was Otman Azaitar, but if that's, that's right. a done deal, I don't know. That's right. Okay, so that, that fight could happen. I, I feel like Pimblet's fight will probably gonna be announced this week because I, I feel like they're picking yeah. up the UFC London fights yeah. again. So yeah. I hope David grants on that card too. I don't know if we talked about that, but I, I would like to see him on that card. Yeah. Is there anything else? Arnold okay. Allen is not, not on the card for sure, I think. He's not or he is? No, not. Definitely not. Fair enough. Is there anything else you want to talk about or are you good to go? But I got to give a shout out to, to Jillian De Cursey, man. What a knockout against Lindsay Van Zandt and Invicta. Yeah, that was you know, a nice knockout. I saw that one. Yeah, it was a good knockout. Um, she was an underdog. I'm in a group um, and the, she's in the group too. Like, I, I don't really – Sean Bitter, he's the guy who runs the group. It's an MMA pick and pool. She's in the pool, and a lot of people are, like, friendly with her. And she was like, guys, bet some money on me. I'm going to win this fight. And I'm like, mm, is she? Maybe. Because, honestly, Lindsay Van Zandt's not that good. Mm. I didn't bet on it, but I know a lot of people cashed on that. So I'm, I'm happy to see that because she was the one telling everyone, put some money on me. I'm going to win the fight. And she went out and did her. So that was, was awesome. One of, one of the coolest fighters on Twitter as well. Very interactive with fans. So Yeah, yeah and, and Rod Tork, Drew Dober got a fight now. So he's fighting Rafael Alves at 155, I yeah. believe. So that's the next fight. All right, Marcel, let's get out of here, man. Uh, plug your stuff and let's go. BitMarcel24 on Twitter and Instagram and Eurosport.nl Mixed Martial Arts section. All right, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at MMAdamMartinPodcast and MadeOnsBreaker.com. It's on our uh, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, all those places you can find your podcasts. Um, you guys can also uh, check my work out at Bookies.com, my best bets, and then uh, MyMainNews.com, got some news. Uh, we'll be back with Marcel tomorrow at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern. We'll be breaking down UFC Vegas 55, uh, home versus Vieira. I also want to plug this podcast I'm doing in 45 minutes with, I mentioned it last week, with former UFC fighter Elliot Marshall. Marcel, I'll be doing that at 7 o'clock. I don't know if it's live. I don't think it is live, but he'll post it later, and I'll, I'll share it for sure. Um, really curious to hear what we're going to talk about. He just wants to talk about MMA, apparently, and it uh, should be pretty cool. So we're going to be doing that. Next week's going to be a little different because I'm only on a work trip, but I'll be doing the Monday show with Marcel. We'll recap this card. There obviously isn't a uh, – there's no card to preview next week. So what I'm thinking about doing is Monday, Marcel, will do the recap. And then Tuesday before I get in the plane, I'll do like maybe like a you know half an hour show in the morning or something, 20 minutes, maybe by myself even. Or if you want to jump on with me, Marcel, we could do that. Like if you morning. want to do earlier or whatever yeah, like morning. an early morning thing before because i have a, i gotta i have to jump on the plane at i think 11 or 12 i'm just going away for two days um to the states we we'll back but i i wouldn't mind doing that just like a quick updates on some fights or something just to just to do it it's cool, totally up to you marcel we'll talk about that but mm -hmm. it'll, it'll be like an odd time it'll probably be like you know a morning show for me and an afternoon for him we'll, we'll talk about that then um anyways guys i see the comments really appreciate you guys thanks a lot and uh we're back tomorrow 5 p.m eastern peace